So did he play it for the dog? Did the dog react? Let's get Mr. McCartney on the phone. <laughs> so, yeah, let's call him. Let's call him right now. Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> Hello, I'm Paul McCartney, I am. That is the worst. Pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> Theater major. I'm, I'm, I'm Paul McCartney, I am. I sang for the Beatles, didn't I? Governor? Trying to shoot. Let's get trivial, trivial. I want to get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. This is our second episode. Two episodes in. We're canceled already. <laughs> this episode is actually brought to you by... Ooh, we have sponsors. Cat hair. <laughs> we are in my apartment, and yes. it is plentiful. Yes, there is going to be a distinct cat theme uh, running through <laughs> this. Uh, th- there's just there's just no way of getting around it. Now, what are your cat's names? Uh, Puka, Puka is the gray striped cat. Okay. And the tortoise shell is Murder Face. So, chair next to us, and on it is a label that says puka slash murder face i did not underneath the chair yes is a box with just murder face labeled Uh uh-huh and then this chair over here is just puka so are these designated areas for your cats to sit yeah that's where they like to sit, and Scott got a label maker for Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> so he was labeling things. That's great. That's great. Well, at least I know where they sit, <laughs> and I know not to sit on the one that's labeled Murder Face. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Scott, we forgot to thank Scott for the theme music. Yep. He put that together. So. I sang it. So thanks to him, and thanks to your cats for letting us crash here today. The cats might make an appearance. I'm hoping they make an they appearance. They might make a meow appearance. I may hope they make a lot of meow appearances. <laughs> did, you, did you say meow? <laughs> well, let's get started with a few things. Uh, first of all, we are in Seattle. We are a team of quiz hosts. Remind people again where you host and on what days. Tuesdays, I host at Fitzgerald Sports Bar in Ballard, and Wednesdays at the Blue Grouse in Georgetown. I am at the Skylark Cafe in West Seattle on Mondays, the Crown Bar in Tacoma on Tuesdays, and the local 907 on Thursdays in Renton. All those are 7.30 starts. All of them are free. There's lots of prizes. It's a lot of fun. And you get to meet Monica and I, Mm -hmm. which is also fun. No? Oh, I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be podcast gold. The greatest podcast. Should we just get into the, the part that I'm dreading right now? 
The mistakes I'm, were made. I've made mistakes, everybody. <laughs> Poe Buddy's nerfed. Isn't that clever? Isn't that just cute and fun? That is cute and fun. <laughs> Are we going to call the section Poe Buddy's nerfed? <laughs> I think it should be mistakes were made, comma, Poe Buddy's nerfed. Well, let me tell you what the mistakes I made. First of all, I don't know how to say Groundhog Day. <laughs> I can feel you struggling even when you say it right. I say it right now. I'm trying to think of, you know, the only reason now I think I can say it right is because I looked at the movie poster and it just says Groundhog Day. But man, I want to add that apostrophe S in there somewhere. <laughs> you do. I just, it's killing me not to. What does it say like on a calendar? Groundhog Day. Yeah. Just in my head, there is a possessive. It's like, that day belongs to that groundhog. Well, maybe it's not apostrophe S. Maybe it's S apostrophe. Like, it's all the groundhogs oh, All the day. groundhogs on the one day. That makes sense. I mean, because it's, I guess. It's their day. I think I'm thinking of it's Father's Day, it's Mother's Day. It's Groundhog's, it's groundhogs day. day. That's, I think, what I'm thinking of. Uh, what else did I get wrong? Ted Talley is the one that wrote Sounds of the Lambs. Like. No, you didn't really get that wrong. You just couldn't remember his last name. Yeah. I was disappointed in myself, but uh, and I was also disappointed that Ted Danson didn't write Sounds of the Lambs. <laughs> um, Waylon Jennings, this is one we both were just trying to figure out why he gave up his seat. It Actually, he, he gave it up to the Big Bopper because the Big Bopper had the flu and wanted to get to the next destination faster, so... Waylon Jennings ended up giving up his seat to the Big Bopper and got on the bus and, well, you know the rest. He was being nice. He was being a super nice guy. And he murdered the Big Bopper. Now that's just a bald-faced lie. <laughs> mistakes is, were made. Mistakes were made. <laughs> Waylon Jennings did not murder the Big Bopper. <laughs> we also need to congratulate somebody. We had an audio round, which we're going to play the answers to in just a moment. But Dan Sparks is the man who got in the most correct answers, the fastest. Dan got all 15 right. That's artist and title, and he even got the duet in the last one. Let's take a listen now to the answers to the audio round. And this is where we'll put that, right here. <laughs> hey, Paul, yeah. this is where you want to put the answers to the audio round, oh, thank if you're listening to oh, this. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Shadows of the Night by Pat Benatar. Then you let your love Shadow Boxer by Fiona Apple. Shadow Dancing by Andy Gibb. Shadows by Childish Gambino. Standing in the Shadows of Love by The Four Tops. Moon Shadow by Cat Stephens. Me and My Shadow by Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. Congratulations, Dan Sparks. Yes, well done. 
I think we're getting started, but let's get really started. Let's get trivial. Mm. Trivial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is now time for the lightning round. I have written five questions for her on a certain subject. She has written five questions for me. We have not seen these questions. Nope. We are not cheaters. Yeah. We do not like cheaters. You know, you know what we say to cheaters? Fuck you. Oh. oh, <laughs> oh. We're going to ask these questions back and forth. What is your subject for me this week? My subject for you is plays. Plays. All right. My subject for you is dogs. 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 Okay, here we go. Ready? All right. Your first question. In which George Bernard Shaw play does Act 1 end with an airplane crashing through the roof of a garden conservatory? Uh, is that Major Barbara? No. Oh, no. Which one is it? Miss Alliance. Ooh, I don't know that one. From 1997 to 2007, a chihuahua named Gidget was the mascot for what company? Taco Bell. You are correct. Your second question. What Agatha Christie murder mystery play opened in London's West End in 1952 and has been running continuously ever since? That is The Mousetrap. Correct. Yay. Have you seen that? I have never. I've read it, but I've never seen it. I saw uh, some friends were in a local production in Ohio. And was it good? Yeah. It yeah. was really good. I enjoyed it. Who is the piano-playing dog on The Muppet Show? I believe that is Rolf. I believe you are correct. The film Fences directed by Denzel Washington and nominated for four Oscars this year, is based on a Pulitzer Prize-winning play of the same name by what playwright? And that is August Wilson. Correct. And that is a great play as well that I've never seen but I've read. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You just sit around all day reading plays? Well, I was a, I was a theater major. Dork. <laughs> what I, have. I have a degree in sitting around reading plays. Uh, how do you sleep at night? How do I sleep at night? I don't. I have too many plays to read. Number three for you. Name one of the two breeds of dog that have black tongues. Uh, chow. Oh, there's one. That got you the ding. But uh, can you name the other one? Is it the St. Bernard? It isn't. It's the Sharpay. Um, but you only had to get one, so that was that was pretty good. Okay. The Black Tongue. That sounds like There's a There's a team that plays at the, the Blue Grouse that has been bringing their dog in, and it's a chow mix, and his name is Bear. So they name their team Barely Losing. Oh, yeah. And since the dog is mixed chow, it has black spots on its tongue yeah Ooh. is it my question or yours 
mine. Okay. Because we're talking about dogs. Okay. So, <laughs> now we're going to talk about plays. As a theater major, you're definitely going to know this one. In theater, what is the name of the imagined divider that separates the actors from the audience? That is the fourth wall. You got the fourth question correct. Oh, thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, Your next question, on what Beatles song, which appears on the Sgt. Pepper's album, did Paul McCartney record an ultrasonic whistle at the end for his Shetland sheepdog to hear? Oh my gosh, I've never heard that. That is adorable. Uh, also, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the very last uh, song of the album. It's called A Day in the Life. There's a piano sting at the very end, and it sustains for a very long time. And then in the, in the background, he recorded this ultrasonic sound just so his Shetland sheepdog could hear. What? Oh, this is your last question. This is my last question. What comedy musical satire ran on Broadway from 2001 to 2004 and was about a world where you have to pay to pee? Urine Town. Correct. As soon as I found out there was a play called Urine Town, yes. I wanted to see it. Where you have to pay to pee. <laughs> That's my wonderful writing style, by the way. (laughs) Pay to pee. Here we go. Number five, last question of the lightning round. For Monica, the Airedale is known as the king of what breed? I do not know, so I'm going to guess Spaniels. Mm, Sorry. Terrier. It is a breed of terrier. Oh, terriers. Gotta love some terriers. You know, the movie Best in Show. Yes, I do. I love that movie. Yes. And I love the part where they sing the song to their dog. (laughs) And it's like, God loves a terrier. I love that whole movie. God loves a terrier. Yes, he does. God loves a terrier. That's because small, sturdy, bright, and true. They give their love to you. God didn't miss a stitch. Be it dog or be it bitch. When he made the Norwich merrier with its cute little derriere. Yes, God loves a terrier. All right, everybody, it's time for game prep. Things that happened in history this week that your quiz master might ask you about. I know we might. If any of them are cool enough. Yeah, well. In 1812 this week, Massachusetts Governor Elbridge Jerry signed a law to redraw voting districts which became known as gerrymandering. Uh, gerrymandering, a portmanteau of Jerry and salamander, which people thought his newly drawn districts resembled when they saw it on a map. You know who's really good at gerrymandering? Who? A Republicans. Republicans? Man, they are good at They're it. They're really good at that. In 1895, 
a YMCA PE teacher named William Morgan introduced a new sport called Mintonette in Holyoke, Massachusetts, which was renamed the following year to Volleyball. Wow. That's a much better name than Mintonette, I, I believe. Like, I'm assuming they thought badminton is part of it, net is part of it. But you just look at that word and you just think Americans will never play that. That is very much like <laughs> like William Morgan was trying to get all fancy. And it's like, He's like, I we'll said, be kind of French about it. I know what we'll play today. We'll play a little mintonette. <laughs> How are we going to know it's a game if it doesn't have the word ball? What do you do with the ball? You volley it. Let's call it volleyball. It's no. volley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he kept trying to make it fancy. Oh, I get it. Volleyball. And they're like, no, mintonette. It's volleyball. Shut up. <laughs> you are next. Oh, I am next. Mm-hmm. In 1897, the New York Times began printing the motto, All the News That's Fit to Print, on their front page. That is their that is their motto. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, how often do you see the front page of a New York Times anymore? I don't think it's on their website. Is it on their website? Maybe we should find that out right now. We both have laptops. I bet it is. Uh, it is not on their on their website masthead. At least not as it's coming through right now. So it's only if you get the print edition. Next. In 1935, Parker Brothers began selling their version of the Landlord's Game, which they called Monopoly. A year later, British intelligence used Monopoly games to sneak maps, compasses, and real money to POWs in Germany through charity organizations. That's really cool. That is cool. So did they take out all the fake money? Because if they're together, you can tell, oh, this is real money and this is fake money. Well, the question is then, did the money from Monopoly look more real at that point? Oh, I don't because know. Because I know now it's all pink and yellow and and colorful, but... I know the 50s are blue. Yeah. Because they were my favorites. Yeah. So, I didn't know it was called the Landlord's Game. Sure. Was it made in Britain? The Landlord's Game was... That's an American game. Oh. Uh, Elizabeth J. Maggie Phillips is the one that... Uh, created the landlord's game and then charles darrow sold it as monopoly uh in 1950 senator joseph mccarthy charged that the state department was overrun by communists ushering in the era known as mccarthyism that is not topical at all you know who hates communists is it the republicans yeah the republicans yeah. <laughs> yeah. 1952, King George VI died. He is succeeded by his daughter, Elizabeth II. Elizabeth II, who is still the Queen of the United Kingdom. She is. There she is. I'm showing her a picture sure. of her right now. She looks pretty good. Her corgis 
I like that she has corgis. She's going to be 91 this year. Wow. She's born April 21st, 1926. 91. Good on you, Elizabeth, too. You know, I had a British grandmother. Did you? Mm-hmm. That's why I drink tea a lot. Because she drank tea with my mom, and my mom drank tea with me. And when you drink the tea, do you put the, the pinky up? No, you don't put the pinky up. You don't have to do that anymore? You never did. That's actually a myth. What if I was Paul McCartney and I was drinking tea? <laughs> Would I have to put my pinky up? <laughs> I made up the fact that it's a myth. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do here. Making we just make shit up. Yes. <laughs> We have alternative facts. You know who else has alternative facts? Uh, 1962, William Bruce Rose Jr. was born in Indiana. Grew up to become one Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses, who since 2016 has also been the lead singer of ACDC. That surprised me. I told my friend Chance one time, I was like, Chance, I do not like ACDC. And he turned to me and he said, why? (laughs) (laughs) You just sounded like the guy from ACDC right there. That was pretty good. I tried. That was pretty good. (laughs) So the reason that Brian Johnson isn't singing with ACDC anymore is he has some hearing problems. And he also has some esophagus problems, which probably means that he can't sing as much as he used to. So we wish Brian Johnson the best of health. So they didn't kick him out. They didn't kick him out. He left for health reasons. He's for health reasons. That is very true. 1990. Underdog Buster Douglas knocks out Mike Tyson in 10 rounds to win the heavyweight championship in one of the sport's biggest upsets. Douglas lost the title in October to Evander Holyfield. I remember watching that, and people were pretty stunned. Because at that point, Mike Tyson was, I think, undefeated, and Mike Tyson, like Mike Tyson before he tattooed his face and went to jail and went started, to prison. started making movies. Bit people's ears. Yeah, yeah. Before he got all cannibally. Cannibally. <laughs> that was Tyson before pre-cannibal Tyson. 2006, Harry Whittington got the worst 15 minutes of fame by getting shot in the face on a hunting trip by Vice President Dick Cheney. That was the best news of somebody getting shot in the face. Well, the fact that he didn't die, and well, the fact yeah. that he's if he okay. Died, it wouldn't have been funny. The, the fact like that he was, was okay, but that was such a. I mean, Dick Cheney, I mean, whatever your politics out there, <laughs> he looks like a Batman villain. He looks like he might be the Penguin's cousin, non foul cousin. The best part about it was that that guy apologized to Dick Cheney. Ooh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. He apologized for getting, what, his face in the way of his gun? <laughs> he, when he did his, like, statement to the press, he said he apologized to Dick Cheney that he had to go through this media oh circus storm. And it's like, you, when you get shot in the face by Dick Cheney, you apologize to Dick Cheney. <laughs> you know how you can tell somebody has real power? <laughs> they shoot you in the face and you have to apologize. 
Yeah. You have to be there with the bandage on your face going, I'm really sorry. It's basically like he had like all this like bruising on his face from the buckshot. Oh my God. And he's standing in front of a camera and apologizing (laughs) to the guy who shot him. (laughs) Seriously, I'm really sorry that um, you have to go through all this time. This, this, uh, I, I want to say I'm standing by you and uh, God bless America. <laughs> Guys, let's get it. This is Tips and Tricks. Let me sing the theme song. Can I sing the theme song? The Tips and Tricks theme song? Yeah, can I do it? Yeah. Okay, one more time. (laughs) This is a section we're calling Tips and Tricks. Tips and Tricks and Trips and Tips. It's not just the tips. (laughs) It's also the tricks. (laughs) All right, this is our section where we talk about ways to make your pub quizzing more pub quizzical. What do you want to talk about today? Um, let's talk about what makes a right answer. Ooh, what makes a right answer? Does that make sense? Well... It's more like, what happens when you have a guess or you think your answer's right, and then the quiz... Master says something else. The quiz master says the answer is A. You think the answer is B. What do you do as a host when that happens? I actually will look it up right there. Sure. And my word is law. Got it. So I get to decide what I will accept. I agree with that. There are quiz hosts that will just say this is the right answer and you will not challenge. We write the quizzes. So if somebody challenges me on something, I've done I know I've done the research. I still might be wrong and I still might have gotten something erroneous and I have to change it. But I have some confidence that I got it right. I think challenging is fine as long as it's kind of done at the end of a round. Um, yeah. And not like in the middle of things. Oh, I've had times where people will just start yelling. Right. And sometimes I'll just sit there and wait. And then I'll say, I'll say, nobody gets a point. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that oh, before. You are strict. <laughs> I've only done that one time. There's been another time where I said everybody gets a point. Sure. Which, you know what? That's actually the same thing. It's the same thing. (laughs) Uh, We played a clip from a band you might know as Destiny's Child. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was an audio round. And somebody put Beyonce as their answer. Mm-hmm. And I said, no. No, because it was Destiny's Child. Because Destiny's Child. And what are you going to tell Kelly Rowland and uh, the third one? Is that Michael Collins? It's I Michael think it's Michael Collins. Collins. <laughs> what are you going to tell Kelly Rowland and Michael Collins 
about uh, their participation in Say My Name. And she's like, well, Beyonce's the singer. And I said... They all sing. I said, well, okay. You know, Hungry Like the Wolf is by Simon Le Bon. It's like, you got to get the whole band in. So then she wanted partial credit. And I said, well, I'll do this for you. I'll give you one point for Beyonce, but everybody else that said Destiny's Child gets two points. She didn't like that at all. <laughs> she wanted credit for a wrong answer. It's a, it's the wrong answer. So if it was one of her solo songs, you wouldn't accept Destiny's Child as the answer. No. Somebody last night, we had uh, we played a clip from the song Fields of Gold by Sting. Mm-hmm. Somebody put the police, and that wasn't right. Right. You know, I tend to be strict about that. I also tend to be fairly strict about movie titles. You know, you can't get away with just saying Harry Potter. We need to know which Harry Potter. Yeah. And you can't get away with just saying, oh, Harry Potter 3. Because there's no movie called Harry Potter 3. It's mm-hmm. got to be It's got to be the name of the movie. I'm like that with movies. But every once in a while, I'll be nice about song titles. Yeah. Like if they have, one of them was like Diamonds by Rihanna. Mm-hmm. And somebody put Shine Bright Like a Diamond. And I said, well, if they have the word diamonds, I'll accept it. You are fired. <laughs> this is the end of the podcast. That is an abomination. But you know what? Sometimes that kind of thing just depends on my mood. If I'm in not a good mood I can be more strict yeah I look at it like if somebody's gotten it right and then you accept something that's wrong then what was the point of getting it right I get a lot of people who want half points they want half credits I never do half points I never do half points have you ever had anybody bring a paper up and it has a half point on yeah. it, and you're like, no. Yeah, I deduct I deduct that half point. And then they'll come up and say, but we deserve a half point. And it's like there's no such thing as being half correct. And I think there's a right way and wrong way to challenge. Obviously, now in the era of phones, people look up stuff, and I see this all the time with teams kind of scramble for their phones to look for uh, what they believe are the right answer or an alternative answer that's also correct. And that does happen from time to time where two things can be right. You know what I call my phone? What do you call your phone? I call it my brain. Oh, is it, is it replaced? <laughs> yep. Yeah, somebody asked me recently why they can't play trivia with their phones. What? Because, and the reasoning was... If you're in math class now, you can use a calculator. It's a, this is not the same <laughs> thing at all. What would be the point yes. of everyone looking up all the answers? Yeah. Who, ha- <laughs> who has the fastest internet connection is what that becomes. It really is about what you know, and it is about getting it right. If you start rewarding people getting something sort of right... It, it, I feel like it's you're slip- mad at me about that song title. I'm very <laughs> mad at you about that. I have been to... A trivia night. I've been wanting to tell you about this. Okay. So they have this thing where when they're doing the questions, you can ask for a clue. But if somebody, if another team thinks that they have the right answer, they can say challenge. The host goes over and looks at their answer. And if it's wrong then they do give a clue and those people aren't allowed to change their answer. 
But if they're right, there is no clue. Wow. That's an interesting that's an interesting twist. And you can do it like I think you can do it like one time every round. Where was this? In Ohio. Oh cool. That's an Ohio thing then, right? It's I have not, no idea. <laughs> it's it's one of those crazy Midwest rules. Yeah, it's like how they cut their pizzas in the square. What are they doing? Talking about right answers. If one player thinks they have the right answer, the other player thinks they have the right answer, what do you do to resolve that conflict? I don't know. If it's me and somebody else, I give every time. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, you're probably right. What if you are 100% this is... That has never happened. Really? If I was that certain, then somebody else would know it too. Let's say it was was a Star Trek question and you were like, no, I just watched this the other day. I was reviewing my Star Trek Voyager DVDs. I guess I wouldn't give at that point. Yeah. I think if you're certain about it. I mean, I've had that moment. But you can also be certain, certain, and then find out that you're wrong. True. Which is one of the worst feelings. Anytime you hear somebody getting angry at pub quiz, it's because they were talked out of a right answer. I hear that a lot. <laughs> I'll say the answer and the, I'll hear somebody say, I, I told you. I, oh. I told you. And you just see friendships crumbling. <laughs> it is beautiful. This is what it's, it's like, all about. It's like if a bunch of people played Uno. <laughs> <laughs> That draw four cards coming out. Here's one that I came across not too long ago. The book title is The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. But The Wizard of Oz has been now part of pop culture and part of the mainstream and part of what we think of as that book. It would be kind of jerky for me to be uh, really hard-nosed about it. But if my question is... What was the original title of the L. Frank Baum book starring Dorothy and Toto? Then they'd have to say The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. And that would be the only thing. What's that? (laughs) Toto starred in that? It's it's really about Toto. You think? I think it's mostly about Toto. You know, it's not about. Ladies and gentlemen, name that tune. It's time for the audio round, our last round of the podcast, and Monica. So, a little background. I enjoy meowing from time to time. This is not surprising. You know that when I go to karaoke and I sing, I will slip in a meow or two or ten. Sure. So I came up with the audio round of meowing TV theme songs. Meowing TV theme. I like this. So you write in your answers of the name of the TV show, whose theme song we are meowing. Mm -hmm. And whoever gets the most right first wins... A fabulous prize. Yes. We will, again, say your name on the podcast. We'll say your name. And hopefully it'll be as easy as Dan Sparks. That was an easy <laughs> one to say. No artists in this one. This is just the TV show theme. Yes. And just the TV show title. Yes. Okay. So that's all you got to do. Send in your answers to quizfix at gmail.com. 
Here is the audio meowed. <laughs> Your audio round starts now. One. Two. That was the audio round, and was we, that the audio? Round? That was was that the audio round? <laughs> Question mark. Yes, it was. It's amazing we got through that. <laughs> oh, that that was a lot of me laughing at it out. I'm sure. Can you imagine <laughs> if we had been drinking wine at this one? <laughs> I cried twice. I was laughing so hard. So send in your answers to quizfix at gmail dot com and. Uh, once again, thanks everybody for listening and downloading and all that sort of stuff. We are working on getting this podcast up on iTunes. Uh, so, so there. So there. <laughs> so. so I'm so defiant. We're getting on iTunes. Suck it. <laughs> then I'll be able to... Do you rate things? On yeah. Me? Yeah, you rate things. And please email us at quizfix at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. We are still, as we said before, working out the agendas, working out the schedules, working out exactly how this is going to go. If there's something you would like to hear more of that we're not talking about, please let us know. Quizfix at gmail.com. And follow us on all the medias, the Twitters and the Facebooks and the Tumblers, all Quizfix stuff there. Uh, Just look for Quizfix, all one word. 
and our website, www.quizfix.net, where you can see uh, pictures of us um, mm-hmm. if that's something you need to see. I think the picture of me actually has a cat in it. Oh, I would be shocked if it didn't. <laughs> but it's not my cat. You're holding somebody else's cat in that photo? Yeah. You know when you go to a party yes. and there's like the, the person has a cat or a dog? Oh, yeah. I'm that person that like leaves the party to go hang out with the pet. Like, look at you. Hi. I feel bad if I don't say hi to an animal, yeah. but I'm fine with not saying hi to a person. Right. You'll just <laughs> you'll just ghost yourself right out of that party. You'll just be like, you know, I was in a conversation about politics, and now I'm hanging out with a dog. I take my drink, sure, and I go hang out with the pet. I I don't see anything wrong with that. Good. Yes, <laughs> we hate people. <laughs> Not people that listen to podcasts. No, put this, put this, put the headphones on your dog. Put the headphones on your cat. Send us pictures of your cat or dog. Oh, actually, or animals. yes, do yes. that. Yes, any animal pictures you would like to send us, we will post. I don't we know where will we'll post them, but we will post them and post them. But if you if you send us a picture of your of your pet with the name of the pet, we do need the name of the pet, <laughs> and with a pair of headphones on, listening to this podcast. <laughs> We won't send you anything, but we will post. We'll say your name. We'll say your and name, the pet's and we'll name. say their pet's name, and we will also post that somewhere out on the internet. We'll figure out what that is. We're just now making up stuff as we go, making shit up. Yeah. So that's it. Um, thanks. That's the second podcast. Yes. Thank you very much for listening and downloading, and we will see you all next week. Bye.